Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. A number of mainstream Catholic figures, not typically associated with traditional Catholicism, have come under the fire recently because they've made statements not terribly different from the kinds of critiques traditionalists make about the state of the church these days. One figure that has somehow flown under the radar of most commentary recently is Bishop Robert Barron, of all people. Look, I'll be upfront with you here. I'm not actually a fan of Bishop Barron, personally. He's made numerous statements against traditional liturgy in the past and has not in general been a friend of traditional Catholics in traditional Catholicism going so far as to call himself the true traditionalist because he accepts Vatican II and all the rest of it, while traditional Catholics, well, frankly, don't typically accept those things and, as a consequence, aren't to be trusted, at least according to the view that he often expresses. But in this video, that's about the closest to a negative thing I'll say about him because he's far from the worst of the modern bishops, and he does have some very real legitimate concerns about the state of the faith. Bishop Barron is often a leading voice in the church on the issue of the lack of belief among the laity in the real presence of our Lord in the Eucharist. Fewer and fewer Catholics tend to believe in the real presence. And frankly, more and more Catholics have essentially become Protestants on that issue. Barron is also a leading voice in the mainstream church on the issue of young people walking away from the faith. And it's to that discussion that we focus today. You see, the problem is that Bishop Barron said something that the modernists take rather personally. I'll give you a sort of neutral report on his statement first before we head over to the Jesuits who are trying to make it seem like what he is criticizing is actually a good thing. So, Catholic News Agency, we get this headline. Word on fires Bishop Barron. We've dumbed down the faith too much for too long. Okay. <laughs> This story came out a couple of weeks ago and was so unremarkable because it's, frankly, not only true, but the statement was delivered in Bishop Barron's typically mild-mannered way that I didn't think much of it at the time. But then we got to the reaction to the story. Apparently, the modernists like a dumbed-down faith. In fact, they think the opposite of a dumbed-down faith is somehow oppressive. None of that's terribly surprising, but what does Barron mean by dumbed-down? Let's be clear about this. So, quote, Catholic faith is in some ways declining in the West. In other parts of the world, it's not, he said. One thing about World Youth Day, the bishop said, is that you see Catholics from all over the world, and it breaks us out of our sometimes Western myopic view of things. I love that you see the vibrancy of the faith in Africa and Asia, he added. Asked what makes World Youth Day so special, Barron argued that people are, quote, hungry for God whether they acknowledge it or not, whether they feel it directly or not. So when there's an opportunity to come together to seek God, to praise God, young people respond, he said. Barron said young people don't want an uncertain trumpet. They don't want a vacillating message. They want something clear. And when they get it, they respond to it. They want something with a solid foundation, he said. We dumbed down the faith for too long. The bishop reflected on his own generation which he said got a dumbed-down Catholicism that has been a pastoral disaster. That assessment, he argued, is not just my private opinion, but is reflected in every survey, showing more people disaffiliating from the Catholic faith. 
Stressing the need for the church to spread the gospel, Barron in the interview recalled Pope Benedict XVI's counsels for three main goals of the church, which the bishop described as to worship God, to serve the poor, and to evangelize. Those goals, the bishop said, are necessary on a continuum, in season and out, whether we're successful culturally or hated culturally. We proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord. Barron argued that young people should also be taught that while social media can be a tool, it's not the real world. The real world is the worship of God, service of the poor, and communion with one another, he said. I love social media, he added. I use it. But it's got a very negative aspect, and the numbers of anxiety, depression, and self-destructive te uh, tendencies are all speaking among young people, are all spiking among young people. I know it's tougher now, Barron said, of the present world in which young people are coming of age, which means we need Christ more than ever. And I want them to come away with a sense of Jesus who loves them, who walks with them, and wants to be the Lord of their life in a liberating way. End lengthy quote. Okay, so I would challenge the perception that the faith is vibrant in Africa or Asia or really anywhere. The corruption of fundamentals in the church is a problem everywhere. There is a lack of orthodoxy in the church everywhere. And in an examination of the rise of syncretism in Africa and wishy-washy Catholicism that conflates secular concepts of social justice with what the church has to say on those issues is a problem everywhere, including in those areas he says are vibrant. But I don't think he's wrong that the faith has gotten dumbed down, especially in recent years. That's, guys, that's one of the consequences of the revolution of Vatican II and the church. Those who implemented the council's documents and decrees are guilty of placing a very real focus on the personal feelings and lived experiences of the faithful, which tends to lead people out of the faith. That's how you get all this endless talk of mercy and very little talk of the justice of God. But I could really dissect that statement for the rest of the video if I really wanted to, but instead I'm going to turn here to Bishop Barron getting critiqued from the worst of the modernists. See, they apparently like that Catholicism has, in fact, been dumbed down. Now, that's not a bad thing to them. They say the faith is now more accessible to more people because of the loss of intellectual rigor, if you can believe it. In fact, they think that intellectual rigor is a sign of oppression. Headline from where else but America Magazine. Bishop Barron fears that Catholicism has been dumbed down, but has it also been opened up? My response to that question is no, it has not been opened up. People are leaving the faith when they become adults. Many in the pews don't have the faith. Instead, they believe some group hug false gospel that places emphasis on personal feelings and material works instead of the actual gospel. Case in point, you see, Bishop Barron is apparently wrong because the theology that he prizes is too European, as if the truths of the faith are relative and should be changed based on ethnic concerns. So, from the article. Quote, Bishop Robert Barron of Winona, Rochester, Minnesota, reflecting on the decline of the church in the West, recently argued in an interview with EWTN that, quote, we've dumbed down the faith for way too long. He said young people, quote, don't want an uncertain trumpet. They, want a, they don't want a vacillating message. They want something clear. This is not a new claim for Bishop Barron. It is not unique to him. There is no shortage of Catholics decrying a supposed loss of intellectual rigor in the Western Church. At one time, I was among those voices. 
my initial conversion to Catholicism occurred through my study of classical theology, and I can relate to Bishop Barron's anecdote about purchasing texts from the Catholic intellectual tradition from for his niece, whose comic book style high school theology book he found infantile. But it is concerning that all or almost all the books generally included in this tradition were written by Western men, just like those I studied in college and graduate school. Now, thanks to theologians like M. Sean Copeland, I have come to recognize the camouflage speech of classical Western theology, which ostensibly addresses the human subject or person, but actually centers on the white male bourgeois European. Oh boy. Such speech, Dr. Copeland insists, fails theology's vital task of abstraction, grappling with concrete data to discern, understand, and evaluate their emerging patterns in order to interpret their meanings. It is understandable why many in the church would not find this tradition compelling. Bishop Barron has focused on his belief that the church has become intellectually weaker, but even assuming that is so, we cannot simply return to the hierarchical framework heaven over earth, mind over body, men over women over animals, perpetrated by classical Western theology, which has amplified the voices of those in power while silencing others. <laughs> it is telling that the period in which many feel that theology has been dumbed down corresponds directly to the reforms following the Second Vatican Council. At least she admits it. <laughs> Perhaps this is a coincidence, but I suspect that a desire for theological certitude one interpretation of a clear and certain trumpet comes from anxiety and the chaos of life we want to feel in control, to cling to something sure, but we cannot let this anxiety lead to a closed intellectual system that suppresses diverse voices. God, who is truth, is not controlling or limited. God is relational and creative. It wasn't until I took a position in the Office of Justice, Peace, and Integrity of Creation with the school sisters of Notre Dame, that my conversion deepened and my understanding of truth began to expand. Women religious are among those who have taken up the mandate of Vatican II reforms to develop theology consistent with their charisms. And they have experienced attempts to shut down what others determine are, quote, violations of Catholic orthodoxy. <laughs> Lengthy quote. I could go on, but I think you get the idea. According to the young woman who wrote that article, Bishop Barron is guilty of feeling anxious because he is losing his position in the hierarchical order of things in this new religion and this brave new world that has emerged from the council. She even admits that this loss of intellectual rigor probably came from Vatican II. And note that she essentially got radicalized by working with modernist nuns at Notre Dame University, who resisted attempts by people to stop them from promoting heresy. This is what it means to, quote, open up the faith, and that's an amazing admission coming from this author and from America Magazine. You see, America Magazine often tries to cloak their heresies and errors and this illusion of orthodoxy by claiming that because they are doing everything Francis would want them to do, and they're, you know, completely loyal to him, that they are the ones who are truly orthodox. Here we see an abandonment of all attempts to hide the fact that they are, in fact, heretics. They celebrate heresy by claiming the church has opened itself up and that what we typically think of as authentically Catholic teachings are just the stuff of old, oppressive European minds. That tells you everything you need to know. 
This is just another example of the idolatry of the flesh that we see so often in the world today. It's purely secular thinking, folks, and it's a prime example of this secularization of the faith that we've seen play out for decades. It's become worse over time, and now we get just nonsensical statements like that American Magazine article. See, we live in a particularly poisonous political time. With the politics of Solvay Coagula being a driving force in our political discourse today, even if few people actually support the efforts of the destroyers, who have all the institutional power they could hope for. This is true in the church as well, and it is against the force that force that Bishop Barron has found himself accidentally butting heads with. I doubt his otherwise unassuming and frankly blandly correct statement about dumbed-down Catholicism was meant to get this much attention, but here we are. Modernists are in fact going after him for defending what they call a European construct of evil. And at least this traditionalist is weirdly defending him because he's pointing out the obvious. Folks, what a strange time we live in. So I'm curious what you think about this. Is Bishop Barron right on this, or is he simply not seeing the full picture? And normally I'd play devil's advocate here and ask if the person criticizing him was right, but I, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't bring myself to do something like that at this time. So what do you think of the America Magazine criticism of Bishop Barron? Is it reprehensible and heretical or just merely dumb? <laughs> Let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.